Greetings in Jesus name. Welcome to this morning's conversation on the church talk. If you are a church leader, pastor, elder or serving in any positions or roles in your church, this conversation is meant to bless you, equip you and help you to serve better because Jesus said, "I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." You know, we're living in a season where everything is shut and churches are functioning online and there is a lot of pressure to continue to run the church services especially the recording of the online services and the midweek meeting planning everything the structure has changed in every service and that has put a lot of pressure on all the teams in the church but i think the one team that has been affected the most in this season is definitely the worship team earlier on it was just about the planning of the service and just meeting up doing a rehearsal and going into the service now there is so many things to keep in mind you know things as small as dressing well for the camera just making sure that you are not singing completely off because earlier on we would worship in a live setup and your voice doesn't matter everybody's worshiping but when you're worshiping online your voice is going to be prominent your dressing is going to be important how you uh, are going to be on the stage your stage presence everything is extremely important and sometimes all of these pressures and uh, challenges that is thrown at the worship team can be a, a a stressful thing and over a period of time i have seen how out of all the teams in the church the one team that goes through the most number of burnout is the worship team uh, now it may be some of the musicians it may be a vocalist or it may be a worship leader it may be the guy that is planning the whole thing whatever it may be i i've seen so many times in our church in so many churches that we've worked with how the worship leaders and the worship team they get exhausted sooner or later and that's also partially because of the commitment that is required for the efficient running of a worship team you know the worship team has to meet up for a practice or a rehearsal a day or two before the service and when they come on the day of the service they have to come early so that they can be there for the sound check and then they have to run through the lyrics uh, making sure that everything is in place for the display for those that are on projection and then they have to coordinate with the other teams making sure that they know which song we're going to do communion in and which song who is going to be leading so that the sound guy can do the switching and everything and there's so much of work that goes behind the planning of a worship team and sometimes uh, the church as uh, the the people that attend the church they think that this is a easy thing they think that this is like everybody's cup of tea but you have no idea how much of work goes behind running the team and uh, hats off to you if you've been in a worship team and if you've been serving your church in the arena of worship may the lord bless you may the lord continue to use you but but today i'd like to just address a few things that could help you uh, from uh, 
getting into a season of burnout, from getting uh, up to a place where you're exhausted. You know, when you're exhausted or when you're burnt out, when you're burnt out, it's it's very obvious. And uh, and then when we take a break, it is uh, more damaging and more unexpected for your church team. It is more unexpected for everybody else to cope up with it. And so it's necessary that you learn to prepare yourself and and just work ahead of time uh, so that you do not get into a burnout, so that you do not reach a place where you're exhausted. You know, uh, let me begin with talking about some of the signs that you are about to get burnout, you know, or you are about to get exhausted or you're about to get stressed to the extent that you, you're about to give up on everything. Um, one of the first signs is that you will be uh, doing ministry or worshiping just because you have to, because you are, you know, supposed to, or because you've been rostered to, or you, you've been asked to, not because you would like to, not because you consider it your privilege. As a rule of thumb, you have to always check your heart and check your motives before entering the stage. Why do I want to be here? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this only because pastor asked me to or my worship pastor pushed me into it or because um, there's nobody else to lead worship? Or am I here because I really enjoy serving the Lord in the ministry of worship? Or is it because I, I, I truly believe that this is my calling? I truly believe that I am a Levite in this church, in this house. Uh, that I truly believe that my calling is to sing His praises in the house of God all day long. Now, when we do ministry or when we serve the church out of an obligation, people may not see it. People may not understand it they would even recognize you as such an awesome worship leader and uh, they will celebrate you. They would love your voice. They would love the anointing upon your life. But over a period of time, without your knowledge, you would be running on your own strength. You would be running on your own wisdom. You would be running on the basis of your past experience. And like all human resources go, one day you will reach a place where your experiences will run out. Your wisdom will run out. Your strength, your capacity will run out. And that is why as a worship leader, as a worship team member, it is necessary that you depend on the Lord for his strength and his ability to help you do what you're called to do. When you are unable to uh, carry it forward and do things um, the way that God wants you to do. Why don't you just surrender and let the Lord take over? Let him fill you with his strength. You know, it's necessary to check your motives from time to time. It is necessary also to see how you are leading worship. Uh, if you are able to bring your best to the table every week, if, you, if the quality of your worship has dropped, if the quality of your attention has dropped, if, if, the, if the person that you're worshipping 
is is truly the audience of one are you truly fixed on jesus or has your attention shifted to people or has your attention shifted to the music has your attention shifted to the superficials you know these are some of the signs that you can look for to know what the, if you are really at the edge of a burnout you know if you are on the verge of being a burnout i mean no better place for you to immediately hit the brakes and seek the lord and find help go meet your pastor your worship leader or whoever is your super uh, superior or whoever is the person in charge of you why don't you go and meet that person and ask for some counsel ask for some help and uh, try to grow uh, as a person you know one of the primary reasons why burnout happens is because you are not being fed properly or you're not being taken care of in seasons when you have all your strength in seasons when everything is going all right with you if you've not been taking good care of yourself automatically you will reach a place of burnout that's the same thing with our physical bodies right if you've been working and working without any eating without any exercising without any resting or sleeping or taking a break then eventually your body will burn out and the same thing works even with your service in church so it's necessary that you take some time out and and receive help let me give you five things that you could five areas that you can improvise on so that you do not hit a burnout now if you've already reached the verge of a burnout then you definitely need critical attention but if you're in a worship team and you've been serving and you don't want to reach that place where you have to take a break or you have to hit the brakes and go for counseling go for help then these are some of the things that you can put into place so that you do not reach a place of burnout the first thing is that you prepare well and you prepare ahead of time some of us what we do is when the pastor or the worship leader or the worship team in charge when he or she tells us that so and so date you are leading worship that is when we start uh, picking up songs some of us even wait for the last hour before the worship set some of us just go completely unprepared and want the lord to spontaneously lead us and help us now i'm not criticizing how you do it i'm not criticizing the fact that you know you go unprepared or you go um without a list of songs everybody has their own style and way of doing things but can i encourage you to not keep things for the last minute if you seriously believe about your calling as a worship leader then you have to make worship and worship leading and worship ministry a part of your daily lifestyle now this is irrespective of if you have a chance or an opportunity to lead worship in your church or not even if you're not scheduled to be on the worship team for the next 3 months but if you believe that you are called to be a worship leader then you have to make worship 
and worship leading a part of your daily lifestyle. Now, I'm not saying that you should do an Instagram live every day and try to lead all your followers into worship. Now, I'm not saying, I mean, if the Lord leads you to do that once in a while, go ahead and do that. But I'm talking about just spending time in worshiping the Lord in the quietness of your room. You know, finding an empty spot in your house or finding that 15 minutes of drive time from your office back home or from your uh, that 15 minutes of uh, sitting in your washroom and just enjoying your alone time. Why didn't you spend these moments that you get to just prepare your heart and, and prepare yourself to lead worship, to minister through worship, to, to play another instrument or, or to play your current instrument better? Whatever you want to do, why don't you continue to prepare even when you're not rostered or even when you're not asked to lead worship. So when your worship team leader, when he or she puts you in the team for a weekend and says, hey, you need to lead worship or you need to do a particular song or you need to play an instrument, you're already prepared. If you're supposed to lead, you already have the list of songs when you're assigned. You already know what is your heart beating with at this moment in, and you already know what is it that you need to uh, assign and where you need to make changes and what needs to be upgraded or downgraded. You, you immediately know it already. That is not the time when you go searching and, and starting to research on what are the latest hip songs in the church and then you pick up a few random songs with the same wordings. No, that's not how you do it. You make worship your lifestyle. You make worship a part and parcel of your daily relationship with God. Now, this is true for every Christian. This is required for every Christian to do it, that we have to make worship part of our lifestyle. But especially if you are a worship team member and a worship team leader, then you have to be a person who is intentional about your personal worship. You have to be intentional about serving the Lord in the privacy of your homes or your rooms. The second thing that I would encourage you to do is to drop everything that is not priority to you. Now, as you begin to serve in a church, there will be several areas of serving. Now, there will be worship team ministry. You would be called to minister in the prayer team. You would be called to be part of the media team. You would be called to be part of the ushering or the hospitality team. It will be very natural for you to be part of different teams and serving in different places. Now, in a small church, what happens is that one team member gets picked up for multiple teams, for multiple job uh, uh, allocations, and that's very normal. And you have to know when to drop which job allocation. Now, worship ministry is something which is of priority. When you know that you are called to minister to worship in a week or two, or you know that you have to be on stage, you need to learn to let some other things go, especially when you know that worship is a 
very important ministry in the church. Worship is what brings God glory in your church. Worship is what brings God into the service. Worship is what makes the invisible presence of God begin to physically manifest and visible for the people that are gathered. And that is why it is very necessary, my friends, that you and I, we take our calling as a worship member, a worship team member or worship leader very seriously. And that would require that you give up some of the other job responsibilities. You go to your team in charge and say, I would like to just focus on this one thing that I'm doing. And uh, you can also let them decide for you. You don't have to always be the one deciding it. You can go and tell it to them that I'm not able to manage multiple responsibilities. What do you think is the one thing that I can focus on? I'd like to do better and increase in my capability of being a worship leader. So can I please uh, stop doing a couple of other things that is taking away my attention and, and drop some of the other uh, responsibilities that are of less priority. This is not just the things that you are committed to in the church. Even in your day-to-day uh, -day activities from Monday to Sunday, there'll be several things that you can uh, you know, chuck out of your life to prioritize worship ministry. I mean, like nothing is going to happen if you're going to watch Netflix a little less for a season of your life. Nothing is going to happen if you're going to play a little less cricket or, uh, you know, watch a little less cricket in one season of your life. Nothing is going to be lost if you are going to reduce a little bit of your hanging out in the social spheres and being around with people all the time. Uh, just so that you can focus on your commitment to your worship team. So if you are serious, now this is not for everybody. This is for those that are serious about their commitment to their worship teams, that are serious about their commitment to leading and ministering through worship in their churches. If you believe that God has called you and that you're not here by just coincidence or just just happen to be no if you really believe that the lord has appointed to be a levite in your church then you have to make a conscious effort to disconnect and cut off other things in your life that are not of top priority so the first thing was to make sure to prepare well and prepare even when you're not rostered the second thing is to decrease other non-priority commitments. The third thing that I would encourage you to do is to constantly work hard to delegate your work and, and work together as a team. Sometimes we face a burnout because we want to do everything. You want to be the one selecting the worship songs. You want to be the one leading all of the songs and you want to be the one playing at least another instrument with the songs and you want to be the one to uh, decide which chords you would be singing. You want to be the one to pray and receive a word for the worship team. Why don't you just delegate some of the work to other people in the team? Why don't you tell somebody else, hey, this is what is on my heart. Do you guys have any songs in the same 
theme. You guys have anything on your heart in the same thing? This is what I want to do. Would you be able to help me in pulling up all the lyrics and the chords and and prepare the practical stuff for the week? Would you be able to put together the team practice and the rehearsal and make a playlist and send it out and just coordinate this for me? That this these are things in which you can uh, ask help from somebody else, and it is completely all right. You're not depending on anybody else so much uh, by just saying, "Hey, I need your help in this area," and that is also because you have to uh, believe that. you know if if you're going to be you know exhausted if you're going to be stressed out and if you're going to be reaching a place where you're burning yourself up then instead of you being a blessing to your church you're going to end up becoming a burden to the to your worship team you're going to end up becoming a burden to your to your church and that is why before you reach that place where your emotions begin to flare up before your uh conversations begin to end up in a negative fashion you have to learn to delegate responsibilities give it up um, to some other people let someone else lead along with you or sing along with you it's completely all right make sure to take the permission of your pastor or your worship team in charge before you do so but it's okay to involve other people and and delegate work to the whole team let the entire team take ownership of that sunday's worship set let everybody be equally involved invite everybody to be equally involved and inspire them not by commanding them but by saying hey we are about to bring about a change we are about to invite god's presence we are about to host the king of kings and and make this a real deal for everybody invite everybody in and delegate work and work together with other people in the team and that is going to bring you to a place where you would be able to now raise new leaders now this is important especially for uh, smaller churches and churches that doesn't have a lot of worship leaders where one person is the focus of every worship service one person is called back to lead worship week after week after week if you are that one person that is being called to worship and lead worship every week then i would encourage you to intentionally raise other worship leaders and that is going to be a painstaking process because worship leaders are not birthed overnight and you would find that they are filled with flaws and they are filled with challenges and that they are filled with uh character issues and all of those things like like any other field of ministry the same thing applies for worship ministry too and and it is not going to be an overnight process but you have to learn to trust new people you have to learn to love others that that are going to make mistakes and and you're going to be able to give them feedback and you're going to be able to give them help and equip them and and catch up for a coffee during the week and and mentor them train them up you know so often we expect people to perform at our level without giving them the input that we have received ourselves and that is why we reach this place where we over expect from others if you have not been giving that same exposure 
that you have received to somebody under you, then you cannot expect them to walk in the same grace that you've been walking in. So in this season, if you believe that this person is somebody who has a potential to lead worship and and be one of the leaders in my church and spend some time with that person and encourage that person to do so and and mentor that person, pour into that person and 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 give them opportunities to minister along with you so that you're there on the stage. You know, many worship leaders do this. They will give chance to other worship leaders only when they are not in town or when they have to travel and there is nothing left to do or when their voice is gone or when they are sick that's when the junior worship leader gets a chance to lead worship but if you would make it make it an intentional effort to put somebody else on the stage at least once a month and allow somebody else to minister in your place and even when you're ministering let somebody else do the communion let somebody else lead a special song and and let somebody else you know play something different and out of the normal and and raise new creative innovative spirit-filled leaders that can function and don't wait for the time when you have to leave the worship team so that you can raise a worship new worship leader but you have to do it while you are still there while you're still being used by God in that church. And uh, and you have to do it without an, any insecurity. You have to do it without uh, the feeling that people may like this person more or people may want this person more often. It doesn't matter. You're not doing this for him. You're doing this for the Lord. You're doing this for the church to be blessed eventually, right? And that is why it is necessary that we constantly work at raising new leaders so the four points that i mentioned till now is to focus on your preparation the process that you go through on a daily basis your lifestyle of worship that is important the second thing is that you decrease other non-priority commitments that you've been engaged in the third thing is that you learn to delegate work and work alongside your entire team bring them along carry them along through this entire week uh, when you're committed to minister from worship. The fourth thing is to find and discover new worship leaders in the team that can uh, probably at a later time take your place and just encourage them to take up positions in the worship team that will be new for them and mentor them in the process to do the same. The last thing is even the most important thing, which is to take intentional breaks if you've been ministering from worship every weekend for the last year or so and i am so sorry for you there has to be a day when you're going to be sitting in the congregation and you're going to be uh, receiving in worship and giving uh, glory to god in worship without a mic on your face and it's necessary that you intentionally plan your breaks that you don't have to reach a place where you're forced to take a break, but that you intentionally plan to take time off from season to season. Now, you can go and speak to your worship team in charge or your worship pastor or your senior pastor and tell him, you know what, this is very important for me. Our church worship team is my priority. And that is why I would like to intentionally take breaks 
every now and then. And I'm sure that any wise, understanding man of God or worship leader will give you that much of uh, space so that you get to sit back, relax, enjoy and receive as much as you are allowed or supposed to be giving out. Now, when you sit back and worship and enjoy what God is doing in the house, don't use that time to be criticizing the person on the stage and and judging what goes right and what goes wrong. No, just get lost in worship. Just just be a normal person on that day. That day, don't focus on your abilities. Don't focus on correction. Don't focus on serving. Don't focus on anything else. Just sit back and enjoy and receive and relax. And that is almost as necessary as the other four points. Uh, so quickly revising one, prepare well and prepare through the week. Second, decrease non-priority commitments. Third, delegate work and learn to work alongside the entire team. Fourth is to raise new leaders. Fifth, take intentional breaks. These are five things that I felt I should share with you that could help you to be prepared to run away, to avoid a burnout, especially if you are a worship team member or a worship team leader. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear some of your challenges. If you have any questions when it comes to being part of your worship team and serving in the worship team, do write to me. My email ID is info at pastorpriji.com. Most times I don't get to reply to all the emails, but what I do is I put them down in a note where I start praying over it and I uh, and I make them into a podcast which can be an answer uh, to several one of those questions that I receive. And uh, this is one of the questions that I received by email and I'm answering that and I pray and I hope that this will be a blessing to you in the days to come. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, if you're blessed, make sure to share it with another worship leader or a pastor or another worship team member who can be encouraged and challenged by this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch up with you again next time. Mm -hmm.